0: This is about class. Social class. You know the story. Once upon a time, there were three classes in American society. Upper, middle, and working. For some, the categorization was simplified down to what you wore to work. White collar or blue collar. I miss those days. Then around 40 years ago, a new category was added. The underclass. Coincidental with the recognition there was an underclass came the diminishment of the working class as manufacturing jobs left the country. Some of its members have joined the unders, but many more shifted up and over to the middle. It's been clear for some time this nomenclature is out of date. During the bubbleicious years prior to the 2008 crash, so many Americans claimed to be middle class the term became almost meaningless. But now, As we enter the age of economic entropy, the middle class has been shrinking. For several years now, the Pew Research Center, as close to an impartial source of social statistics that ordinary people can understand, as America has, has found a steady shrinkage of the middle class. Americans who identify as middle class are now at historically low levels, more and more describing themselves as lower or lower middle class. Pew says that is not a surprise, as household income in the middle of the income distribution fell by 8% between 2007 and 2012, and it's only just begun to climb back to those pre-crash levels. The Financial Times has grasped this particular nettle and become more specific in its economic descriptions of society. The paper has started using the term uber-middle class instead of upper-middle class presumably because of the fondness members of this class have for German automobiles and cheap taxi rides. The Ubers are financial types and physicians whose earnings, according to the paper, now far outstrip their former peers, university professors, architects, and so on. Interesting, but it doesn't go far enough. Merely measuring income is too narrow a way to talk about class in this day and age. Class is a complicated thing. It involves so much more than income. Here's an example. A person of my intimate acquaintance, (laughs) a graduate in philosophy, spent several decades working in the more liberal end of media, got laid off for being over 50, carried on looking for work, realized after several years he was now permanently excluded from full-time salaried employment, so he started a consultancy. He's middle class, right? But his income is 70% less than he once earned, closer to the national poverty level than the national median. So lower class, right? But his work is white collar, except that he works from home. And for home workers, this is an age of no collar. At his desk, he wears a sweater in winter and T-shirt in summer. What class is he? What is called for is something the French did with Bordeaux wine a long time ago. In 1855, with the world coming to Paris for the Universal Exposition, Emperor Napoleon III made it clear he wanted some order brought to the vast French wine industry. His purpose was to help foreign visitors distinguish levels of quality without having to taste thousands of bottles. In Bordeaux, wine merchants were asked to classify their wines. After much give and take, Five growths, or crew, were defined. With some adjustments, the 1855 classification still defines Bordeaux's wine. Perhaps it's time to bring a similar spirit of specificity to an equally amorphous category, the middle class. To begin with, let's exclude all those in the upper 20% of the income distribution. I know the 1% is leaps ahead of the next 19%, but honestly, if you're in the top 20% in this time of grotesque income inequality, you don't qualify as middle anything. Then, let's divide the next two quintiles, the true American middle class, into five grand crew classe. These would be households with incomes ranging from approximately $40,000 to $100,000. But rather than household income, let us use patterns of consumption and social connections as the primary criteria for this classification. Since, as we've learned from watching the Earl of Grantham's struggles to keep Downton Abbey functioning to the standards of his forebears, there is so much more to class than cash. Here is an initial attempt to define five creux classés moyenne affiliated crew class A. This group includes the 50% of university instructors who are adjuncts on no-term teaching contracts, those who pre-internet were journalistic brands, lectured, but who were forced into early retirement and have returned to freelancing, friends of foundations, and so on. This is a class whose net worth is characterized less by capital in their bank than their proximity to the wealth clustered around tax-exempt entities eBay Crew Class A. In this class are people who can no longer afford to pay retail, but like to wear brand names and find endless bargains at eBay, Amazon, and other online sites. Also in this class are the home workers of an entrepreneurial bent who sell to them. Thrift Shop Crew Class A. This is for formerly middle-class urban dwellers who live near a major teaching hospital or department store. They know that the one-percenters tend to sell off or give away their designer stuff after a single wearing or season. The gear is superbly maintained and can be bought second-hand at upscale thrift shops like Spence Chapin in New York and Pandora in London. Oxfam Crew Class A. This group has slipped a little further down the ladder and are no longer in a position to ask about how many previous owners their trousers may have had. Finally, there is Mrs. Gaskell Jane Austen crew class A. This group could also be called the church mice class A. This class is able to maintain appearances by living on social capital accrued in better times. They still spend summers in the Hamptons and on the Vineyard or in Cornwall or Tuscany and continue to dine in fine restaurants because their company is appreciated by those in the upper quintile, even though they can no longer pay their way. This is a class with deep historical roots and is well represented in literature genteely impoverished women in 19th century English novels are the prototype. Anyway, those are my five crew. What are yours? And if you like FRDH podcast, whether I'm being serious or not, don't keep it a secret. Please tell your friends.